Hey everybody, welcome back. I'm Jesse, your DM. Cody playing Lazarus. Brennan playing Dis. Mike playing Nim. Britt playing Kenna. And we are Double Doubles and Dragons. We're a group of goofy Canadians that have gone together to play a little D&D. Uh, sometimes we will say things that are inoffensive. We mean them as jokes, of course, and they're certainly funny to us, but some people may find this offensive. If you do, we apologize, but we don't want any hate mail about it. So just don't listen, okay? Uh, let's jump right into the action. Come on. How did you even get under my foot without me feeling it? Okay. That wasn't exactly five minutes of, or five seconds of silence, but we'll go with it. <laughs> I dropped something. That's fine. Uh, okay, so welcome back, everybody. Uh, sorry, weird intro. Uh, we are coming back from a small break on our end, so apologies if things are just a tiny bit slow. Uh, let's cover off some of the really important stuff, like inspiration. <laughs> Nim and Kenna are still inspired. Lazarus and Dis are not. Dis used his inspiration in the last session? <laughs> I know. Shock. <laughs> no one's ever seen Dis use his inspiration so much. Wait, we've Less long rested since Wallace, right? Yes. Okay, why did I not erase like half my stuff? I think it's because like you yourself. guys hadn't like formally talked about long resting, but since the downtime ended, I mean that's pretty Yeah. Pretty conducive to that, I would say. Oh, I suppose I should look a little disgusting. So, Dis and Lazarus. Anything you guys did last session you think is worthy? That's a hard remembrance. Uh, I, I slapped him like a noodle. That's. Uh... Was that last session? No, it was actually the one before. That's yeah. what I was trying to figure out. Yeah. What the, what I thought that might have been. We did that, and then we talked about... Last session was mostly finishing the fight with Wallace. Yeah, I yeah. slapped Wallace like a wet noodle the whole time. We did nothing. Oh, I see what you're saying. You're not saying you used Nim like a wet noodle. No, no. You're saying you slapped was a wet Wallace like a noodle. Yeah, I mean, like, you really did, like, despite doing no damage of any kind, basically, you still stuck with it. I mean, I don't really know if anybody would expect a paladin to just, like, run away or something, but... Uh, no, no, I'm just, You I'm definitely saying, stuck I'm, in there. I'm saying I, he was not inspiring. Oh, I see. <laughs> well, I mean, if you want to make that argument, I, I won't argue with you. Uh, I don't think I even got anything in there that was interesting. I don't remember which. Okay. Uh, Dis, anything? Uh, stuff with the powder, even though it could have been bad. I want to milk the crap out of the powders. <laughs> you you used the powder. Yeah, like I yeah, used... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I used the, um, the blue powder in the fight to help me. Wasn't, wasn't that two sessions That's ago? what I'm trying to remember. Because last session was, like, we finished the Wallace fight the session before. She drank the potion. And then last session we the fed Mary the... Yeah. Right, right. Last the session was feeding Mary right, the Right, we give her a little bit of blue... All the, all the you had left, anyway. And yeah. we met the inspector and yeah, looted the mansion. And then kind of showed something. Yes. Mm. Spooky voices. Spooky. Black crystal. That's oh, right, spooky yeah. voices. Something in the yeah, right. ether. ether. Inspector French name. So okay, well maybe, maybe we'll leave those questions Different. for now. And we'll talk a little bit about what happened last time. Uh, rather than doing kind of a full recap of what happened last time, because as you mentioned, it was kind of just wrapping up the Wallace fight and giving Mary the blue powder, which seems to have, like, helped a little, but not fully cured her. And you guys did some wrap-up with uh, paying off the raspy-voiced individual, the money you owed him, and, and those kinds of things. But what I would oh, really like... We're going to talk to Skinner. That's what our next thing Yeah, is. yeah. Uh, so I was going to say, what I think I'll cover off is, um, because our downtime activity has more or less ended, It's a, at this point you guys can kind of decide what you're doing next. And what I think I'm going to start with instead is a list of kind of the things that I know are still loose threads. 
And I've maybe left a couple out okay. just to see if you guys are kind of paying attention and if you maybe thought it was important or maybe you just let it slide, you know, all there is to it. Uh, you know, sometimes story threads just slide out of the mind, like a uh, important <coughs> birdcage seal that <laughs> yeah. someone was very deliberately told to go get and just never happened. And, you know, offered up a shitload of power of and then right. you know, made a whole bunch of other stuff happen. And, That's right. And, and sometimes you just get busy right. releasing <laughs> everybody from a giant prison and the little tasks just fly away from you. It happens. <laughs> so what I've got is a, a couple of things. They're basically just open story hooks you guys still have okay. and you can kind of decide what you want to do with them. Some things I didn't include in here are the open story hooks from before the stronghold because at least as far as I'm concerned, you can't really do them until you get out of the stronghold. So that's kind of up to you guys to decide. So what I've got so far is you have to decide what to do with Mary. Mm-hmm. One way or the other, something's got to happen there. Um, you have a connection to the Thieves' Guild now. What you do with that is up to you. Um, you have a connection to the Shadow's Blade. Again, what you choose to do with that is up to you. You did have Skinner, and there was some talk about maybe contacting him. Um, there's this whole thing about the market rung, and there's the new lord, and the breach, and weird restoration. There's all that kind of stuff going on. Uh, there's, of course, Chainmail Guy, who's gone from perhaps just a paranoia of one of the party members to maybe something more troubling. Uh, don't forget that Mary specifically asked to be allowed, or at least be allowed to watch, the murder of the people that did things to her. So that kind of ties into the what to do with Mary. Uh, and then, of course, you have this out in the ether, something's going on thing. Um, there's also the powders, what the hell's going on with that. And like I said, I think I've still managed to leave out a couple. But those are kind of the main ones. You also have your downtime activity stuff, but to me, those are less open story hooks and more just things you can access now. Like, you have a a blacksmith, you have a laundromat making money, and that kind of stuff. And apparently we only have two more weeks before shit goes down. For the... For the uh, device in the ether. Right. So, with that being said, is there any other story hooks? And if you guys do want to bring up a story hook from outside the stronghold that you think you really need to get back to, feel free. But, kind of, is there anything else you guys are thinking you need to be thinking about and maybe deciding what to do next with? Uh, Sasha? Oh, yeah, Sasha. There. I guess that's a hook. Oh, it's pretty yeah, well, yeah. yeah. It's literally a story hook. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's, there's still the things about... Um, the greeter and the gnomish captain as well. Yep. Uh, bringing us to Phelan's shop yep. and all that stuff. Phelan herself. Phelan yep. Herself. Phelan herself Phelan. is still an open thread. Um, the black market information room slash thing is still a bit of an open thread. We haven't followed up with Skinner or anything from that. Mm-hmm. Obviously the giant mining operation. We haven't followed thing. up from the corners of the pieces of the paper to Choker Island. What about uh, the stuff from Phelan's basement? The That's wanted posters and the maps. Oh. Yeah. Yep, all good things to remember. I'm less worried about the water coaster and more the corner of the map. Actually, my worry is the operation that we just found that was happening by Ground Zero of... Yeah, the Gnomish Captain. Yeah, sorry, the Gnomish Captain stuff in that entire situation we've just, like, briefly touched on and then ran away from. (laughs) That, that for me, was the whole, there's this new lord and he seems to be doing something. Yeah, so emphasizing that one a bit, though, that might tie into the, uh, the two weeks. It could potentially. Um, um, I suppose we haven't really investigated our ass towards what was awkward about her 
or weird about her getting the sawmill quest to give us because she acted a bit strange about that. It's the first thing we need to do. And the the reason I bring these up is because now that your downtime is finished, that does kind of become a question. Mm-hmm. What what to do now? What are we going after? Yeah, what's as you can see, I have populated the world with many things <laughs> you could be doing, but you only have time to do so many things. What is our what's our end goal right now? What do we want to get out of well, this? We're supposed, get out. we were supposed to get out. Do we married. want to get out is the first thing? Like, we want to get out of the stronghold? Or... I'm tossing it around because I don't know either. <laughs> I mean, to Kenneth's point, the only reason you even came to the stronghold at all was for, was Mary. for Mary. Yeah. You're now, right. you've met some people since then, and there's some other shit going on, but it's up to you if you care. Well, it's going to be hard to convince Lazarus not to care. True. true. But that's why you have the lawful good party members. Yeah. Well, is, lawful neutral. Yeah, lawful uh, neutral. Hmm. Um, but while you're thinking about that and take some time, um, I have how your guys' god weapons work. So why don't we take a little bit of time to talk about that, and it'll kind of give the rest of you some time we'll to figure out what you want to do. We'll be powerful enough to beat everything. <laughs> we'll just go back to the island and beat the shit matter. So, um, the way that I, uh, the way that we kind of talked about this last time was basically your gods gave you dreams that kind of helped you decide what kind of weapons you want. And as these upgrade, I'm going to do those in a more direct fashion of, like, actually having you participate in the dreams. Uh, However, for this first one, because really these dreams were just trying to figure out what kind of weapon type you wanted and a couple of other very basic components of the god weapon, I'm going to leave it out for now. Um, it'll be much more interesting when you have to have dreams to decide what your upgrade is and what power it gains and stuff like that. But so for the people at home, we've talked about these weapons a little bit uh, to give a very quick recap, because it's like I think the God puzzles were last mentioned like 40 episodes ago <laughs> because they you guys were working on them at the beginning of the downtime activity and then not much since then because it was going to take you a while to solve them. So basically, Lazarus and Dis were both given puzzles by their god with the promise that if they solved them, they would be given a gift of some kind, something to help them on their adventures. And they worked on those puzzles through the downtime and They've now had these dreams of helping them to understand how these weapons work and kind of what form they want it to take outside of the game because creating a legendary style weapon that hopefully two of the players will want to use for the rest of the campaign is not something I wanted to do blind without their input of kind of what they wanted out of it. So we've done a little bit of that uh, off mic just because a lot of it is brainstorming things and, and not a lot of concrete movement forward. A lot of it's just, you know, what if my sword could cut the moon in half? <laughs> That'd be a cool rank five. <laughs> um, so stuff like that. So we've talked about that a little bit. And what we've essentially come up with uh, from my point of view is these weapons will, from now on, grow with the party. So as you guys improve, they will improve with you. And they have a very simple setup of, at base rank, which I'm going to call rank zero to be confusing, (laughs) (laughs) instead of ranked one, Uh, just because. At rank zero, the weapons have essentially two phases. They have how they function while they're charged, and they have an overcharge they can do. Think of it like a limit break, almost. And then they have what happens to them when they're drained. 
and kind of how long they take to recharge. That's the very basic function of the weapons. And then obviously as you level up and maybe you defeat powerful enemies or come to a specific religious realization, perhaps for Lazarus because you're not as combat focused as, say, the God of Death. Um, during those periods, you will experience an upgrade to your weapon. And it'll be a lot of it'll be up to you of kind of like maybe between two choices your god thinks you might want. Stuff like that. But enough of the preamble. Um, I've got how they work. Um, I don't have cards for them yet because they're not fully along enough for me to do cards. So what I'll get you guys to do instead is kind of take point form notes for yourselves about how your weapons work. Um, and we can have a much more detailed, like, card one, uh, once, once they're a little bit further along. Um, I will specify as well, each of the gods have given you the weapon in, like, how they think the weapon should look, but also how they think you might like the weapon to look. That being said, during the upgrades, if you will the weapon to change to a different appearance, uh, it, they are certainly capable of that. Uh, so especially if you find maybe your weapon's a little too gaudy, it's drawing a lot of attention, God. maybe you want to, like, tone it down a little. The, the gaudy wasn't meant to be a pun, but, but I feel like maybe. So let's start with, um, let's start with Lazarus's, actually. So, um, Lazarus's god weapon is a thin shaft of gold. Uh, about, if you think about it, it's kind of like, uh... It's just like a rod that you would use in like a relay race. Like that's what his weapon looks like normally. It's just this compact little handheld rod. However, when you will it to, it will grow into a warhammer. Uh, the hammer head is um, a deep blue, kind of like water from a spring. The rod connects to it with uh, golden waterfalls that cascade around the head and onto the handle. Uh, right now, those waterfalls are uncolored, but you can see little flecks of blue up at the top that kind of suggest that maybe the stronger it gets, the more colored it will become. Uh, the base of the shaft has four deep blue gems situated, kind of acting as a counterweight. Uh, however, all of them are dull and pale in color right now. So you can see they, they maybe should be a very rich blue, but they're kind of like, like a pale. That's like the hilt of the yeah, it kind of is a counterbalance for the head of the Warhammer. So, um, actually, before I describe how it hits, because they, they both work similarly for their rank zero, so I'll describe this how your weapon looks. Um, so yours, you wanted a, uh, longsword. That's right. Um, and it is a blade that it is, is as black as night. It has no definition to it. You can't even see the differentiation between the sharp bit and the back bit. Uh, it's just pitch black. Um, it does have, um, the, uh, handle is black and red. The pummel at the base also holds a large black gem with veins, very small veins of red running through it. There are, on the guard, there are little chains off the edges of the guard. Uh, and those chains kind of, every time you kind of shake it, it has kind of that, like, the chains of death feeling to it. Like, there's almost like a, a slight the feeling of dread. Full of death. Yeah, there's a very faint, like, unnerving feeling mm -hmm. when you shake it. Um, as the, 
Uh, let's see. Yeah, as the sword uh, upgrades, you do get the feeling that those veins, both within the gem and the blade, will grow. So that blood red will kind of extend out across the blade. Um, and the handle where you grip it has four smaller gems inlaid with it that all have a kind of a pale mistiness to them. They kind of look like uh, like like soul gems. They kind of have a bit of like a wispy, gray, death mist color to them, but they're all very pale right now. He starts collecting souls. Essentially. It, it, it has a certain suggestion <laughs> to it. Um, so, that being said, for uh, Lazarus's and for Dis, uh, yours is a Warhammer and yours is a Longsword, respectively. They do act as plus one. So their damage would be uh, 1d8 plus 1 for the hammer and 1d8 plus 1 for the longsword. Uh, both of your weapons, by happenstance, are versatile. Mm -hmm. So you can both two-hand for 1d10 plus 1. Um, each of them have different properties. So I'm going to kind of split now because otherwise it'll be confusing. So for Lazarus, your weapon counts as magical damage. Um, and as I mentioned, while it's charged, so in it, it, it comes to you charged. Okay. It has its plus one and it counts as magical damage. Should you blow its charge, it will lose the plus one and it will lose its magical damage property until you recharge it. Uh, however, because the sword is so or because the weapon is so weak right now, the only thing you have to do to recharge it is long rest with it. And concentrate. That's all. Um, to activate your weapon, you can do you can use a bonus action to activate your weapon. Uh, and in the case of Lazarus, when you activate your weapon, it will go from being vaguely golden colored with a blue head to being completely bathed in gold. And it will add two d6 radiant damage to every attack you do with it for two rounds before it is expended. Okay. Um, as I mentioned, after it's expended, it does lose the plus one and the magical damage, but once you long rest with it. Uh, and you definitely get the impression that those bonuses will increase over time. Um, that's just how it stands for now. Can we activate... So if, say, Lazarus uses his bonus action to activate his hammer and then the <laughs> two rounds pass... Is there any way he can activate it again, even though it's drained with some, like, bigger limitation? There's no, like, overcharge currently. Okay. It is something I have written down for, like, kind of like a Hail Mary, like, yeah. setup. But at rank zero, they don't have enough stored energy to do it. So even It's if, something that'll likely happen later. So we could do it, but it wouldn't have any effect. It would Correct. just be like, you try to do something, it yeah. doesn't seem to react. Yeah, at a very basic level, they act a lot like batteries for the various types of fate that you have. So at rank zero, they can hold just enough to give them the magical property and do a little bit of extra damage when you activate them. But simply put, they just don't have enough storage yet to be able to do any more powerful effects. Uh, however, that will change as you continue to A, use them and fuel them in the case of Dissas, because whereas Lazarus is, is a lot more of, the, the way to upgrade your weapon is, is has a lot to do with your god, and you'll kind of have to find out 
what she thinks are actions that count as growth for you. This is much more cut and dry. <laughs> the, the the god of death wants one thing. Well, technically two things. Killing he wants he wants it. he wants it dead. He wants the soul, and he'd really like you to tell other people about him. And I mean, to be fair, that's kind of the true with Eldap as well. You do get that impression that the more people worship your gods, the stronger oh, they yeah. will be. Time for um, but yeah. Uh, so that is Lazarus's weapon. Uh, Dis, your weapon works similarly, but is set up a little different. Um, basically, um, Meyer has put a little bit of extra power into your rank zero of your weapon, but with a slight bit more of a detraction just to kind of balance it out. So what happens for yours is, as we've already said, it's a plus one weapon. It also counts as magical. It has the finesse property, which my understanding is you actually need to wield it, really. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And while it's charged and the black blade is fully black, it kind of has stored that soul energy and it makes it heavier, which gives it the heavy property. Um, which I think is also something you had mentioned, Meyer, you needed for a build that you wanted to do. So while it's charged, it has all of that. If you lose your charge, you will lose the plus one, you will lose the magical damage, and it will no longer be heavy, because it's basically been drained. However, it will continuously maintain the finesse property. Okay. To make sure that even when it's uncharged, you can at least still use your dex values to swing it. (laughs) Not just... (laughs) Yeah, otherwise it'd be kind of... (laughs) But... Those are the conditions, so that, uh, especially for yours, when you use it up, losing the heavy will limit some of the other options that you had, so you'll just have to think a little bit more about when to use it. Okay. Uh, yours works in a very similar way. When you activate it, the blade goes from being as black as shadow to being literally shadow. So it no longer does... Um, like physical slashing, it only does necrotic damage. All damage it does is necrotic, both the swing of the weapon itself and you gain 2d6 necrotic damage with each swing as well for two rounds. So yours is a little stronger than Lazarus's in that initial one of even the base damage becomes an elemental damage. Mm. Um, It'll only really matter if you're fighting something that's, like, immune completely to slashing. Or what about something immune to necrotic? Exactly. Then he may, you know, then he may (laughs) purposely not want to activate it, because... That's what I was going to say. It makes it interesting. Yeah. When it's not activated, it just does regular slashing, but it is magical slashing. Uh, And, yeah, it's the same setup. It'll do necrotic damage, and it lasts for two rounds. And then you'll lose it. Uh, Uh, And yours is the same. Right now, it can be recharged with a long rest. As long as you pray to Meyer during the long rest. And then, I guess, uh, since I went over what I was going to change, but that changed with this weapon a little bit, so I can really quickly, the things that I would change again is I believe I swapped to dueling or mentioned last time I was changing to dueling uh, for my fighting style. Yeah. Um, I'm actually going to go back to great weapon fighting now. And uh, for the level four in fighter which I'm taking, I'm going to take a feat to grab uh, great weapon master. I believe it's called. Okay. The one that does, what, take five off your hit, but add plus ten to your damage or whatever Exactly. It needs a heavy requirement, and um, also... Yeah, sorry, I still have precision attack, so that's still a change that's happening. Um, Oh, I guess because it will be relevant to you being able to use Great Weapon Mastery, while it's activated, it is still heavy. 
Ca- Even though the blade okay. becomes literally made of shadow, it is a dense, heavy shadow. Right. And then I can't use a lot of it once it's Once been... it blows. Okay. Yeah, uh, sorry, to recharge mine, it's the same way? Long rest as long as you pray to your god. Okay. Um, and obviously, going forward, as they grow, the ways to recharge them may be altered, may require different mechanics, that kind of stuff. But it's a very basic. There is one thing that each of you... First of all, you do have to attune to your weapons, uh, which honestly is not a big deal. The only thing it means is it will limit how many other magical items you can atone to. Because I think you can only do two or three. So your weapon counts as one. So just keep that in mind for, you know, when you maybe find more magical items. But trust me there's no way in hell you're gonna find something better than that sword so <laughs> and if you do luck it'll probably blade. upgrade I want a <laughs> so, <luck blade. laughs> um but yeah so that's how your guys's weapons work and that's how they look for now um lazarus yours does kind of retreat into the rod when you don't need it so that you can be a little more peaceful <laughs> i would say uh dis yours does no such thing um, it's up to you how you want to, uh, for whatever reason, when I was like thinking of it in my mind, I kept imagining it as a samurai sword, which isn't mm-hmm. technically a long sword. So it's up to you how you want to have it. It does Honestly, come with a sheath. With so. its stats, yeah, count as a long sword, but maybe that actually makes more sense with the way it works. Actually, that shape kind of makes sense with the heavy and versatile. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking too. Um, the other, uh, shit. A bow, or yours comes with a sheath as well, but it, it's very, it's mostly just the same color as the blade. It's okay. very black and it's got these red, uh, like, veins running through that are very thin right now. Hey, that was the question I actually had. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to mention it's three magic items that you can be attuned to. Okay. So realistically, you can only attune to two magic items. I think items there's now. Like some stuff that can increase that, but. Yeah. Well, and there's also, there's plenty of magic items that you Ooh. can use without attuning to them three. pretty regularly, so. Yeah, but some of them are, you, you don't need attunement. Yeah. Oh, okay. Some of them you don't need. It'll only be if the item says it doesn't. A lot of times it's, like, armor and weapons and stuff like that. Um, So does anybody have any questions about how their weapon works, what it can do? Kill all things. Um, I will mention, once you guys attune to them, which I assume you'll do tonight when they materialize next to your beds. Yeah. (laughs) Um... The only thing that both of you feel from your weapon, and it manifests a little differently, but each one of them has a desire to grow, like to improve. With disses, it's a very direct sensation. It hungers. Like you can almost, it's not cursed, but you can feel that it's hungry. Um, for Lazarus's, it's not quite so palpable and strong. It's more of like a wishing to be better sort of sensation. But either way, both of your weapons feel the need to grow almost as much as maybe you do. And maybe in Dis's case, more so than that. Uh, <laughs> Dis is the it's best. very hungry. <laughs> I guess I have a question. When they, yeah. and I mean, the, the answer is probably obvious, but just to confirm, when they crit, Mm-hmm. If they're using their, like, overcharge ability, mm-hmm. does it double all the damage? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. dice roll. Yep. All right, just making sure. That makes no, sense. No, it's a, it's a totally yeah. fair question. Uh, the way I balanced that was I basically took it from Vicious Weapon, which already gives oh, you a 2d6 when you crit. All I did was give them the ability to add a 2d6, and then... So it's stronger than a Vicious Weapon, but it's not, like, substantially stronger. It's the same as a Vicious Weapon. Almost. Exactly. Is there a name for these weapons? Um, so, so mm-hmm. far, I haven't directly named them. You do get the impression that each weapon has a name, but that being said, they are yours. So if you want to name them... 
you absolutely can. And if we want to figure out what their actual names are, we can Correct. figure those out, too. Yeah. yeah. In fact, for both weapons, you do get a sensation that if you can discover their name, there will be a bonus to that. But you're not sure how you would go about doing that. Untitled. Well, I know what's, I know what mine's called for now. <laughs> yeah, if you have a name for your weapon right now, like this is what you want to call it, I will point out just to you know to activate your weapon, you have to call out its name. So don't make it something like you don't want to yell. Untitled. <laughs> Untitled, Untitled Weapon of Death! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, XXX underscore X Hunter Edgelord underscore oh, XXX. Yeah, don't use any online names. <laughs> Those would be awkward no, to no, use. I'm still reusing a name. New Hunter 69. But yeah, if you have a name for it right off the bat, feel free. Yeah, Gable of Grace. What was that, sorry? Gable of Grace. Gable of Grace. Magical oh. slashing? Yes. Yeah, they count as magical weapons unless you um, overuse them. Gavel or is it gavel or gavel? I'm, I'm not sure. I haven't heard it out loud. I've only read it. Oh, okay, I think it is gavel, but only gavel. if you mean like so much in the sense of like a judge's hammer more than a. Yeah. I think that I is gavel. I declare you dead. Well, I mean, <laughs> it, I, I should I should uh, mention as well. Both of these weapons, for the time being, are essentially average sized. There's nothing strange about how big they are or how little they are. Uh, maybe that will change in the future, but for right now, they're basically just average size. Another question: Because we had the god weapons before, what happened to those? They've morphed or changed into. They've this? changed into. This. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I will so my, erase then. My hammer's just gone. Yes. <laughs> Now you have your Warhammer. <laughs> Untitled moves. Hold on, give me a picture of <laughs> Untitled. <laughs> is that what you... This like, is my... Go, untied, untitled Blade of Doom! <laughs> <laughs> my god, it's just like, Meyer's just shaking his head. <laughs> I don't know, Meyer's a weird dude, he might like it. <laughs> it depends on how many things I kill with the Untitled Blade, I suppose. <laughs> that's true, that's true. He'll very much like you more if you do that. Uh, one thing I will note for Dis's weapon specifically, it, be careful, if your weapon is activated and it kills something, it will automatically sacrifice it. Automatically sacrifice it, yes. okay. Because it's made of necrotic shadow, it'll okay. literally just sacrifice. Is that going to go with it? Like, if I get other sources of necrotic damage, would I'd probably assume that it would act the same way? Like, if I killed something with necrotic, it would probably. As long as it was something given to you directly by your god, if you just went out okay. and learned like a random necrotic spell that had nothing to do with your god, maybe not. Okay, so like if somehow one of us could cast a spell on like a dagger I had that poisoned it with something that was necrotic. Correct. That it wouldn't, wouldn't necessarily auto. Right. Um, but it is something good to keep in mind, because while sacrificing things hasn't necessarily destroyed any gear or items they're wearing and stuff like yeah. that, that doesn't mean that's always going to yeah. be something you want. <laughs> Sometimes there's time, or there's times when a massive cloud of flies is not a good idea. Too. Well, and maybe if you need like evidence to be like, no, seriously, that dude was evil. Look at his teeth. But like, if he dies and disappears... <laughs> Then it kind of just looks like you murdered a noble, you know? Better look quick. <laughs> <laughs> so just something to keep in mind. Be a little Here's careful. On. Okay, yeah, that definitely is the gavel. <laughs> Damages. I like that. Damages made set. Okay, any other questions? I will note as well, for the other two players, for Nim and Kenna, obviously, um, there are plans in the work for your gods to give you things. Uh, they just obviously can't be as simple as weapons, because really neither of you run up and smack things all that often. 
Well, Nim so there's other things to think about. Maybe he gets also, a <laughs> Nim has to kind of deal with his god. Because <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I've used my, my Nim hasn't really started that up. Nim's met what could be his god once, I think. But we're, he wasn't. He really, wasn't ready. We're not really committed yet. Yeah, <laughs> it's tough because Nim. Yeah, Nim isn't necessarily a it's super a religious person. So if if it comes to a point where you definitely like don't want to be involved with a god, we can totally have you just find something else that is similar to what other people are getting, but isn't necessarily related to a god in any direct way. I do have a couple of ideas for that, so let me know what you one. want, and I can kind of work around that. Can I do have something for yours as well? Um, Actually, I've had two things for yours, but in just one it, case, things happened. So. Secretly a, in one case, things like, happened. A minion of the Raven Queen or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, that being the case, and obviously I apologize for anybody listening, and we really haven't accomplished anything in the last yeah, half an hour. Yeah. Um, is there any other questions people have about how that all works? Okay. I do have sheets for your weapons for myself to help me remember what they do so that I don't mess up what they're doing. Um, but obviously, especially for the first couple of times we use them, we'll just kind of have to muddle through them together and make sure we're using them correctly. Okay, so since we've had that time to talk, has anybody decided... Maybe what we'll do is we'll go around the table, and I want from each of you your top two priorities. Okay. Like, what you want to do next. Because if they all line up, cool. If they don't, then you guys can kind of decide amongst yourselves how you figure out. So, uh, Lazarus and Dis have been very busy the last couple of minutes, so maybe we'll go to Ken and Nim first and kind of give you guys a little bit extra time to think. Um, so I guess Nim or Kenna, whichever of you want to go first, what's, what's like your top, what, what to you is the next two things Surf and Turf should be dealing with? Uh, I think we should be, I mean, the message about, like, the two weeks to, like, invasion or whatever, whatever the message was. Yeah. There's something in the ether. Yeah, that one's pretty ominous, like, the world is gonna end kind of thing. And so to Nim, that's, like, number one priority. And number two priority, and this wasn't even mentioned earlier, was, uh, uh, Sir Wallace's, uh, Kitchen st- or the stash. Oh, the stash and Wallace's. I'll see if the inspector found it or not. Let me just go back. And There's a lot of money there. There's a lot of money. Yeah, there could be a fair like, amount of money there. We got like ten percent of it out, and we could earn. Do you have like, any Faberge eggs I have down there? <laughs> and this, and this is a good thing to mention too, because Kenna was mentioning before our session started. Like there are some things you guys have some money now. Spending it is certainly an option. Uh, on whatever you want. That's not necessarily something that has to be your top two priorities, but just if there's something you really want to buy now that you got some money, you know, now's probably the time. Um, okay, so Nim, Kenna? Um, also the ether, because there's a time limit on it. Um, okay. and I, I have like five things noted, so I'm trying to put this <laughs> Um, I, Originally, I was going to say Mary, but we gave her some powder, and she seems to be chilling at the moment a little bit better. So I'm going to say the gnomish captain and the slaves, because I feel like there's probably a connection between all of the above things. So I'm going to mark that under something to do with the new lord, because yeah. it seems to kind of all be related in yeah. some way. Okay. Uh, uh, Dis or, or Lazarus, uh, either uh, of you? Yeah, the... 
Again, the uh, the two yeah. weeks, and then the other one is uh, trying to manufacture more blue powder. Okay. Or figure out where figure we're something at out about yeah. powder. So that might be a follow-up inspector. And obviously you can do multiple things. Like if you want to go feel out the inspector to see if he's discovered your loot pile, yeah, but you also want to ask about the powder at the same time, you know, so be it. Very close third is the loot pile. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, sorry, so that was your two. Uh, Lazarus, you obviously said the ether, but what was yeah, your other one? Um, I suppose probably getting to the temple. Or something. Lazarus needs to get to, like, something to LDAP and try to reach the island. He's worried about it. Okay. Worried about the island? That's fair. It's been quite a while. I totally forgot we had marrows at the island right now. We have marrows, <laughs> we have... Hopefully somebody's still giving them their food offerings. Hopefully their temple is done. They're in the first year of the war. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, we've been gone for six months. We're about five months into the Marrow versus the Island War. <laughs> Thousands dead. <laughs> you guys return to your island and you're like right at the bridge and all you hear is thumb thumb and just something goes flying. You're like, hmm. <laughs> Maybe How long can... have we been gone from our island? Uh, your downtime was six months. So it's been just a little over six months. Sad times. Okay, so what I've got then is there's one vote each for something about the Lord, Wallace's stash, more powder, and worried about the island. And then there's four points for checking out the ether thing. Mm -hmm. So uh, definitely sensing a pattern. <laughs> so, you know, all good. Uh, so that being said, what's the plan for how to... You, all you guys have is this vague hint about some sort of weapon in the ether that will fire in two weeks. So, what's the plan? Do we have any more? Did you drain the entire instruction potion? Yeah. I think so, you had to. Um, so, like, are we, like, going back in where we're, like, somewhere now, or...? Yeah, absolutely. Like, I, it, as far as I'm concerned, this discussion is kind of happening in that basement okay. you're hiding Mary in. You guys are kind of sitting around that table. Mary, I'm sure, is nearby practicing whatever horrible skill you guys have decided to teach this girl next. And and you guys are just kind of, you're having a brainstorm. If you want anybody else there, like if you want to invite Liz or uh, Lil well, to, yeah. you know, maybe ask her questions I mean, or probably. that kind of stuff. So it's kind of like we just drank the potion and we're just kind of... Yeah, you're, I assumed you guys did a long rest after that. Mm -hmm. And you're kind of just, it's the next day and you're kind of like, what, do, what are we doing now? In. I suppose we should probably bring Lil into um, it. You guys do have a nice breakfast in front of you, I will say. I don't think we should bring Lil into it. You don't? Nope. I think we've been too trusting of things as well. Personally. She has a wrong this yet, though. That we know. That we know, yeah, of. That we know of. Well, other than the fire. But... Well, I mean, you could always choose to interrogate her if that was it. <laughs> no. Different option. <laughs> Um, Lil, thinking... you want to come down here for a second? Knuckles crack. Just <laughs> <laughs> a couple questions. One avenue of uh, exploration we could do is like if we pass all this information along to Skinner, we could maybe receive. Because do we receive a communication from him, or is it just a one way? It's two way. It's two. -way. It can be two way. Although it's not very comfortable for no. Lazarus we when it's two-way. We had said we wanted to talk to Skinner, so yeah. would we have done that last you, night? Yes. If okay. you're still okay with it, if you still want to do that, that can totally happen during your long rest when okay. the weapons showed up. That's okay. fine. Um, so yeah, if you want to do that first, 
Um, is there, I assume you guys would probably have, like, a talk amongst yourselves about, right, A, but, what you want to tell Skinner and maybe what you want out of him. But why are we telling Skinner? Our job for him is targeting the Shadow's Blade. And letting him know any information that's going on in the stronghold that we've heard of. And this potion we kind of got indirectly through the Shadow's Blade? Perhaps. We don't have any right. Guarantee. I guess so, yeah, kind of. This could be related to what Skinner was asking in the first place about, like, infiltrating them, right? Yeah. Mm. Could be. I'm, I'm not, like, I don't mm. know. There's so much up in the air. Like. <laughs> <laughs> we should go back to Ground Zero from where you fireballed the place. We should see who's even hanging out. If we can find somebody hanging out around there. Because I would assume that's all related to the ether the machine. Because well, we found a terror. The, um, the place that Nim and I exploded that we found Mary oh, in. So the yeah. warehouse. So, because what other options do we have? Like, we don't really know if the ether is safe to traverse. Yeah. Your knowledge about it is very weak. Really, the only things you guys know for sure is there's the big breach. Could you say? And you've seen wobbly points before. You guys have closed a rift yourselves, so you know they open other places. Could you send Bird into the ether? I could. <laughs> you probably... Hasn't been seen in six months. First job is a suicide mission again. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. That's pretty much Bird. <laughs> I mean, I could summon something too. Bird secretly has like eight purple hearts. <laughs> <laughs> He's stashed. He sleeps in them. His, his bed is made of them. He's always the hero we have, <laughs> not the hero we deserve. I don't even know if everyone knows what Bird is. Oh, yeah, I guess since we started recording, I don't know if Bird's shown up all no. that much. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's certainly an option. I, like you said, you guys don't know a whole lot. So as much as you don't want to trust anybody, it may be worth thinking of people who might know something that you can use. Because you're right, walking blindly into another dimension is probably a poor choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe. We're not ten or five. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, what's the what's well, the thought? Well, I, I don't know. I think we mentioned to uh, to Skinner first, Skinner. Mm. and and we see where that goes. See if he gives us any info. Heckberg. And then if that doesn't work, then we can investigate the warehouse. Well, I, I think we still investigate the warehouse. See if anyone's hanging around there. Um, but to further our, like, delving into the ether, I think we need to either talk to Lil or figure a way to, like, the library run, maybe. Well, we just have to... Oh, no, we can't right now. There's a travel van. It might be worth also just instigating the um, mages' guild somehow as well. If we figure out enough to give them anyways. Like, here, it's your problem, man. I think somebody told you they knew somebody that knew more about the powder. Uh, there was a dude that offered from the Thieves Guild to take it. Yeah. But we don't have it, man. We have the red one. Yay. <laughs> What's wrong with the red one? Keep that evil shit away from the paladin. <laughs> the blue one was evil, too. Not as evil. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> what have we done? Oh, shit. Little did they know what they had done to Mary. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I told everyone they involved evil. 
So yeah, I guess. Uh, mm. Sorry, I'm just checking through my notes for something while you guys are figuring out what you want to do next. I suppose we should just do. Okay, so what? Like, first of all, what are we going to mention to the Skinner? Like, is there anything we leave out? Do we just tell him the whole story? We just, of we just need to tell him the quirk end of it into we, the potion. Yeah, I just think that I took a potion and got instructions, and this is what they said. We need to give like the then, quirk context. Of and then when Lazarus pukes up a bunch of stuff and says, "Where did you get the potion?" From Wallace's family. Well, I can say that. We got it from Wallace's manor. Okay. After we slaughtered him for I, turning into a demon. I can read that part out. That'll teach you for turning into a demon. <laughs> That'll learn you good. Okay. Um. It's not like any one of us is going to be talking to him. No, no, no I'm sure you'll all... Okay. So, <clears throat> let the talking to Skinner begin. Uh, so as we described last time, basically you, Lazarus can have his eye retreat and that black orb is there and then you can basically just talk to it. So, I guess who's uh, opening communication? Are we sitting in the main room or are we going to the small room? That's a, that's a good point. Are you doing this in the main room? What did you do with Mary? Is she going to be around for this? What's, what's the plan for where to do this? I think Mary's scarred enough as it is, so we'll, we'll put her to bed. <laughs> <laughs> It, it is like night. So the, interestingly enough, the doors don't lock. So, I mean, somebody could hold the door or something. Well, maybe maybe I have... said lock, or maybe I said block. <laughs> <laughs> but the door room. opens inward, like most bedroom doors. Then we just tie, we just a, rope. tie a rope around the outside and tie something. That seems fine. As long as you're thinking about it, that's all I want. And then we'll just go into a different room? Yeah, because there are a couple of other rooms. Like, you could do it in the that main basement room, but there are some side rooms if you'd prefer a smaller space. Which is, what's the furthest space away from Mary's bedroom? Mary's bedroom is on the far left side, so there's her bedroom, then another one, then another one, then another one, then another one, and then, like, on the far, almost right side instead. So that'd, that'd be the furthest you could go. Okay, go to Lazarus' room. <laughs> okay. So you guys slip inside, it's a small room, Lazarus uncomfortably... <clears throat> blinks his eye to make the orb appear. <laughs> yeah, I just sit on the bed and do that. Yeah. Okay. The orb is out. It is nearly midnight. Who's going to talk? Well, it should at least be Lazarus. I mean, if nobody's going to start, I'm just going to walk to Lazarus and get super close to him and be like, Skinner! Skinner! Are you there? That's that's nice, this. Hello! Alright, so you begin shouting into the eyeball, and last time when you guys did this, he only, like, talked through Lazarus when it became obvious you wanted a response, mm. but this time, since you demand a response from him almost immediately, <laughs> the effect is almost immediate. Lazarus begins, like, gagging like a cat with a hairball, and he opens his mouth, and that frothing black just starts oozing out of his mouth, down his body to the floor, and begins like spreading out and kind of wrapping the entire room. Uh, and then from deep within his throat, you hear You called this. Yeah, we had to have some things to talk about. I'll let him fill you in. <laughs> then speak. So, uh, Kenna took a Potion we found at Sir Wallace's Manor? 
And it gave us some insight into a possible security breach in the stronghold. Not a possible. Well, a possible security breach in the <laughs> stronghold. Continue. There was a faint, deep voice that spoke, You are doing good work. We only need two more weeks. Ah, uh, oh god, my notes are incomplete. <laughs> what he said was, you're doing good work, only two more weeks, keep distracting them, the strike is coming, a device is going to be in the ether, and it's going to fire a hole, uh, uh, and will fire, and the hole will become permanent. I see. And you believe this information to be factual? Yeah, the vision was quite intense. You said- and it is legitimate. Seems like it. Oh, I thought you were going to say something. I mean, we collected the potion from Wallace's manor. Wasn't it from Wallace himself? I thought that was one of the ones we got from Wallace himself. As far as we can tell, the potion was of Wallace's and he was using it to continue to receive instructions. He may have even used those instructions to create the powders and become the demon himself. I had been hearing murmurs of Wallace's death and the circumstances surrounding it. It appears you had found quite the little hideaway of demons within the stronghold. Good work. So you believe this information is credible, and I presume you would like to look into it? Absolutely. Correct. Anything else? Mm, It does suggest that perhaps the breach being formed originally is still a part of a single plot. It seems to suggest such a thing. I would agree. Very well. So I presume you would like some leave from your investigation of the Blade's Shadow to investigate this new threat. Seems a little bit more pressing with time. I understand. Well, what's to say that this isn't tied to the Blade Shadow? It certainly could be. Very well. I see no reason to deny your request. I will allow you to leave the physical bonds of the stronghold without the devices in your neck detonating. <laughs> That's a plus. This <laughs> <laughs> right back Bonus. Very well. For the time being, how many people have you told of this possible plot. You. Just you. Very well. I can't force you not to tell anyone, but I would say it may be helpful to confirm before if we, for example, engage the town guard and they send battalions out to look for the thing and it turns out it was just a distraction... That would obviously be very bad. We do have some leeway that the Blade Shadow has been using us as destruction. Very well. All right. 
You feel a slight pinch at the back of your neck. Very well. You should now be capable of leaving the bounds of the stronghold and into the ether. I wouldn't recommend going much further than that if you could avoid it. Is there anything obvious we should know going into the ether? Hmm, probably. I'm not an expert on the ether. I've only been there twice myself. Hmm. You should perhaps seek out an expert. Do you know where we could find one? An expert on the ether. I do recall that once a very long time ago, Lil had a party member that eventually left for the ether for quite some time. If she could help you track him down, he would probably know a great deal about the subject. Should be mapper or something. <laughs> Back to the island. What island? Has <laughs> <laughs> it? It's very helpful, Skinner. Thank you. Very well. Good luck in the ether. You'll probably need it. It's not the most friendly place to traverse. We imagine not. And then the goo basically just all back into Lazarus's mouth. <laughs> just play re- re- rewind sounds? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. It probably doesn't feel super comfortable. Kind of like throwing up, but then being forced to swallow it again right afterwards. It's not ideal. Okay. His presence retreats from the room, and you are left with just the four of you sitting in the small bedroom. Whoever's bedroom you decided it was down there. So does it have the biggest bed? No. <laughs> then it's not Lazarus. Yes, we need to talk to Lil. Yes, sir. Well, what do we wish to mention? We heard you had a party member that went to the ether. How do we find him or her? Uh, that presents other questions. That we don't answer. We're just like, sorry, we're not taking questions at this time. Very smooth, this. <laughs> don't worry, I'm expertly media trained. What's media? <laughs> I don't know, it's popped in my head. That is how media works. <laughs> <laughs> Zing. Okay. Is an expert. So we're just not going to tell her much? I mean... I mean, I don't think we avoid questions. I just think we answer them as vaguely as we have to. We heard that there could be something going on in the ether and we want to know. Yeah! Okay. Is that the plan, then? We could also ask, though, whether or not there are any existing procedures or process to enter the ether, whether or not we're going to have to slip in the sly. Guaranteed we're slipping in the sly. Did you like my phrasing, friend? I did. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, 
to give you guys a couple of minutes, we're right up against uh, a usual break time. So I'll give you guys a couple of minutes to think about kind of what you want to talk to Lil about, and we'll come back from the break. Wow, what a cliffhanger. I wonder what's going to happen next time. Uh, seriously, guys, thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening in. Uh, if you liked what you heard, share us with your friends. If you hated what you heard, share us with your enemies. Uh, seriously, though, like, comment, subscribe. We'd love to hear from you, and we'll find out what happens to Double Doubles and Dragons next time. <laughs>